Welcome to Sports Spectrum, the sports and faith podcast that brings Jesus back into the conversation. Here's your host, Jason Romano. This episode of the Sports Spectrum podcast with Leslie Holiday, wife to MLB player from the Rockies, Matt Holiday, is sponsored by Compassion International. Go to Compassion.com slash Sports Spectrum for $38. You can make a difference. $38 a month in a child's life. I mean, we're talking about food, education, medical care, vocational training, all done in the name of Jesus. $38 a month and you make a difference releasing a child from poverty. Compassion does it right. They're the most trusted child development ministry in the world. And we're part, we're proud to be partnering with them. I, I sponsor a child, my wife, my daughter, myself, we sponsor a 13 year old boy from Haiti. And it is the best $38 that we spend every single month. Go to compassion.com slash sports spectrum and sponsor a child today. Today's guest on the podcast is Leslie Holiday. Leslie is the wife to MLB player, Colorado Rockies veteran Matt Holiday. And this is a fun podcast because we talked to Leslie just about what it's like to be a baseball wife. Leslie and Matt were married December 30th of 2000. They actually met on a blind date in 1999. We didn't get a chance to tell that story here on the podcast. Maybe we'll have Matt and Leslie back on and share that story sometime. But Leslie is the mom to four children, three boys and a girl. Their ages are 14, 11, 8, and 5. So life is busy just being a mom. But then it's the uncertainty and the kind of chaos that comes with being a baseball wife. And Leslie is a great example of someone who's had to walk through this for a very long time with her husband. Uh, Matt's been playing professional baseball for almost 20 years, and he made his Major League debut in 2003, 15 years ago, with those same Colorado Rockies. And of course, their journey with the holidays has taken them from Colorado to Oakland to St. Louis, last year to the Yankees, and then this year, surprisingly, as Leslie will tell you, back with the Colorado Rockies. And uh, Matt was apparently very sick last year, and many thought that that might be especially Leslie, that that might be his last season. Uh, but God had different plans, and here he is playing in the major leagues again and finishing out the season 2018 with the Colorado Rockies. And just this was a fun conversation, getting to know Leslie and just kind of taking a peek behind the curtain on what it's like to be the wife of a major league baseball player. So let's get right to it here on the podcast. This is Leslie Holiday, our conversation with her here on Sports Spectrum. Take a listen. Leslie, welcome. Hey, how are you? I'm Glad doing to be here. Good. It's great to have you here. I'm doing great and uh, happy to talk to you. And uh, let's just get right into it. I, I saw you recently at a Rockies game, and your husband was back playing in Colorado, and he hit a double and in a pinch hit at bat that we were both at and kind of sitting near each other with some mutual people that we knew. Uh, he just missed a home run, and then you know realizing that it was a few months ago that Matt wasn't on a team. Uh, so I guess we'll get into life of a baseball wife in a bit, but what was that like for you, the wife, and I guess for him too, but for the whole family and all that, the uncertainty of not maybe having a team or a place to play when the season began back in April and now suddenly here you are uh, with him and he's on the Rockies. Well, it's it's a little bit different for me because Matt has played um, quite a long time. And so I can imagine my perspective might be a little a little different than a lot of perspectives, um, if, you know, when their husband doesn't have a job 
you know, as long as he didn't have a job. But but um, I'll be completely honest with you. I just didn't mind it at all. <laughs> so <laughs> it wasn't stressful for me. It was actually fantastic because he's been, you know, he's been at it a while now. And um, I adapted to retirement life quite easily. And um, I enjoyed having him around. I love hanging out with him. And um, the kids loved it. And it was great. But we're also really excited to be back in Colorado, especially because he started his career there. And we just love Denver. The Rockies organization is real special to us. So it's a, it's been a neat transition. But, you know, just to be completely honest, I did not mind having the big guy home, helping me out with some stuff and enjoying his company. He's really cool. And I like hanging out with him. That's awesome. I was talking to uh, an athlete recently on the podcast who had just retired, and I asked him about being home because he hadn't been home in years. He had been playing, you know, games and sports, and I think it was a football player, and been playing and training for years, and suddenly he finds himself home, and that was an adjustment. Was that an adjustment for you and the family to have Matt home? I know you liked having him home, and that's awesome, but was it an adjustment, especially when baseball season came around? Oh yeah, it was. It was. He um he's a doer and so he likes to he likes to have tasks and he likes to train and he likes to prepare for something and so it was a, absolutely an adjustment for him. Um you know, I I did feel bad for him because, <laughs> because <laughs> he was looking for things to do all day long and um it was definitely it was definitely a lot different for him than it was for me cuz you know, for for a wife our our life is um, doesn't change a whole lot when whether the guys are playing or they're not playing or whether they're on a road trip or they're at home or whether it's off season or whether it's the season. I mean, there is a, a definitely a, some traveling logistics that are different, but the day in and day out, as far as my role goes, um, doesn't change a whole lot. Like I take care of my kids and, um, you know, I, I have things that I enjoy doing and that it was absolutely different for him you know, the schedule was a lot more demanding when you're playing versus when you're, when you're at home kind of making your own rules, so to speak. And so there was a transition point for sure, but our oldest is 14 and we have an 11 year old an eight year old and a five year old. So my 14 year old and 11 year old really were excited about having him around because he helps with um, the sports and, and those things. And it's kind of cool to have a dad that, um, played in major leagues for so long to come and volunteer be your volunteer baseball coach so the kids were digging it we liked it but matt did absolutely struggle um with the transition into someone making a schedule versus him kind of filling his days on his own so at what point were you approached and maybe it was you that did the approaching about returning and thinking about coming back and playing in the Rockies connection. And now here he is playing. At what point was that becoming something that maybe became a reality to you guys? Well, um, to be honest with you, what actually happened was, is Matt got um, real sick in June of last year. So he played for the New York Yankees last year and he um, came home with a virus after this road trip and his health just really declined from that point. So I believe it was like June 16th or something. It was right around father's day. And he came home from California and his, he just had just his health just really declined. And he just, you know, short version of an incredibly exhausting story is that he just didn't get better. And, um, he finished the season because he's awesome. And he made a commitment to the Yankees to, 
be there. And he did. He fulfilled that commitment. And, and you know, that's kind of a story for another day. But Matt's the coolest. I mean, he said he was going to do something, so he did it. And But he was very, very sick. I mean, he had double vision. His hands were numb. His legs were numb. I mean, it was the craziest thing. And he just couldn't recover once he got the virus. is called Epstein-Barr. Once he got the virus, he just couldn't recover. And in the off-season, um, we kind of went a different direction with our Healthcare, we sort of felt like the doctor that was overseeing the situation dropped the ball a bit, and maybe we needed another opinion. And sure enough, we got another opinion, and it turned out Matt was Matt was really sick, and so he had a couple parasites, he had hmm. low blood pressure, he had high cholesterol, he had mercury, and he had mercury poisoning. And so the reason he wasn't getting better is because um, he had mercury poisoning as well as this virus called Epstein Barr, and so he was just incredibly sick. So honestly, the reason he didn't start playing last year um, is because he just, he physically couldn't do it and we had to get him better. And so the off season and was focused on getting that better. The beginning of the season was focused on getting that better and how God would have it about the time Matt's labs became clear that he had recovered from all of this stuff. The Rockies called at the end of July. And we just felt like the Lord had opened a door for us that, that we hesitantly walked through because we had gone through an awful lot over the last, you know, 14 months or so. And, um, we, you know, when, when you make a decision, sometimes circumstances line up and you're like, Hey, is this the Lord saying walk through this? Or are we, you know, it was just really confusing, but we did it and we decided to go as a family. And so we went to the minor leagues as a family and then Matt made the big leagues or however the right wording is, I don't know, once he's been in the big leagues for, 14 years is it making the big leagues again or activated activated called up i don't know because when he was he was just so sick and so for i do believe for the holiday family it was making the big leagues again because we never dreamed that he would be able to to function at this high of a level athletically considering where he was last year um at this time and so it's a real blessing for us we're thrilled to be here um, you know, it was really cool that it was the Rockies because we just, this is a special, you know, I mean, a lot of our oldest friends are still employed by the Rockies and it's just been a big reunion time for us. And, um, I think Denver's one of the coolest cities ever. And so it's been great, but, um, so that's why it, you know, that's why Matt didn't play at the beginning of the year. And that's why it's been, um, you know, it took so long for him to get a job because he quite frankly was just unable to function at any level. And so for him to be back in the major leagues is really, really quite, it's just a miracle, you know, really. And so um, I, it's hard for me to believe every single time I see him. So every hit he gets, and (laughs) it's just, it's exciting. And I've seen lots of them over the last 18 years (laughs) and so, but these are just a little bit more exciting. So, um, and it's really, we're just, we're just really so blessed right now to be able to just participate something that he's always, He's always really liked a lot. We're talking to Leslie Holiday here on the Sports Spectrum podcast. You and Matt have been married since 2000, uh, and Matt made his MLB debut in 2003, so 15 years ago. So you've lived this life, this baseball life, every step of the way for a long time. 
Describe what it is like to be a baseball wife. I mean, you kind of described that a lot hasn't changed for you because you still have four kids to take care of and you're still home and taking care of sort of the business or whatever it is and just being a mom and a, and a wife. But the baseball wife life is kind of a crazy one, especially early on when you're just getting started and there's so much uncertainty. Can you kind of take us through what that's like being a baseball wife and certainly maybe how it's evolved over the years? Oh, absolutely. It's absolutely evolved over the years. Um, Matt and I got married when we were, I was a senior in college. And so we were, we were really young when we got married. I think I had a, a little bit of an advantage because my father-in-law is a college baseball coach and my brother-in-law currently is a college baseball coach. And so it's, it was, I kind of walked into, this is what the family does for a living. We're all baseball people. So I'm an observer. I mean, I just love to like watch things. And so I, I got to see my mother-in-law handle um, kind of the baseball life, right? She would listen to Matt's stuff on the radio and or internet or whatever. She would listen to his game. She would listen to my father-in-law's game. She would listen to my brother-in-law's game. She was just into it big time. And so I, I just kind of watched her for a couple of years when Matt and I were dating and when we were engaged and, and kind of got a feel for, wow, this is really time consuming. <laughs> 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 I, right. And I, you know, I'm a pretty laid back person. So for me, when I first jumped into it, I thought I was supposed to be um, that involved in, in Matt's job. And, and I, and I was like early in, in his career, I was. I went to the minor leagues. I went to all the games. I every at bat, I felt like I was. It was supposed to be important to me. Um, every everything he did, I felt like I was supposed to be heavily involved in because it, it kind of felt. I, I felt guilty if I wasn't type of deal. I thought this is how you're supposed to love an athlete is you're supposed to just just hang on to every single thing that they do. And as I grew in my relationship with Matt and I grew in my relationship with the Lord, I began to, for me, that, that just didn't how I worked well. I, I just didn't. I, I mean, I, I, and as I, you know, as the years pass, um, I can really enjoy his job. I'm not, I'm not, um, not wound very tight when it comes to his success or his failure or the things he does well or the things that he doesn't do so well. I just kind of, honestly, just kind of along for the ride and uh, enjoy the girls in the stands and enjoy the relationships that we've been able to make um, over the years. And there's been a ton of them. And that's the thing I love most about being a baseball wife is just the different cultures that we're exposed to and the different people from all over the country that we're exposed to and all the different walks of life that are compiled on a 25-man roster and, and the different people that we get to we get to meet and yeah, early in this, in this journey through the minor leagues and early in the big leagues, I, um, like I said, I, I was very involved in the production of the sport. Like, is Matt doing well? Is he not doing well? Am I supposed to be upset if he's not doing well? Am I supposed to be happy if he's, if he's doing well? And I just felt like, you know, this is the exhausting way to live and there's 162 games in 180 days and my joy cannot be contingent on, a baseball game and I don't want to live like that and I did I just I just stopped living like that and now I'm I love his job anyway <laughs> but I think that it takes time to get to that place because it's um I don't know it, it there is a lot about 
our husband's happiness that does do that does like you know correspond with how they play on the field. So it's just a, a journey that everyone's sort of on on their own, and their marriages are gonna, um, you know, every husband's different. Like Matt preferred that I did get that involved, and so that was easy for me to kind of take a step back and just let him do his thing and hang out. And <laughs> in, in the sports world too, Leslie, and I know this just being around it myself for many years. You know, it can come at you hard, and I wonder kind of how your faith played a role in the tests that came your way as a couple, because, you know, you hear a lot of stories about things that are going on in the baseball world, even in the sports world, basketball, football, whatever it is. And marriage is a hard thing to keep, uh, keep going, I guess, together as an athlete and an athlete's wife. So tell me about how your faith played a role in keeping and handling those tests and keeping you guys kind of on the same page. First of all, the Lord's been very gracious to both Matt and I. When Matt and I met, um, I grew up in a church, and I knew a ton about, like, how you were supposed to behave, right? And so I knew, like, look, this is this is how you're supposed to speak. This is what the Bible says. This is what, you know, and, and when you're raised in a church, you kind of have this education that um, doesn't get you a whole, whole <laughs> very far yeah. unless Jesus is attached to that education, right? So. I really met Jesus when I was in um, borderline freshman year in college. And so, and, and my relationship with Jesus really began to grow my freshman year in college. Well, Matt, um, Matt wasn't raised in the church too much. And so he didn't, but his relationship with Jesus really began to grow about the same time mine did. And we met about that time. And so it was really cool. So Matt and I have grown together in our relationship with the Lord, um, really since we met. And so that is also very helpful. I think that I really just don't know what I would do if I wasn't married to someone that wasn't pursuing Christ like I was pursuing Christ. And so um, our our marriage is, (laughs) I I just, this is such a tough question because I know, I I know lots of gals and I I know lots of marriages and I know lots of people that are, it's, it's, some of these guys are difficult to be married to. Likewise, some of these ladies are difficult to be married to because Christ truly is not the center of of their relationship. And so for me, like Matt would go on a road trip, and I, I remember being a younger gal, and, and I remember like a lot of the wives would get nervous when their husbands would go on the road, just uncomfortable. They wanted them to call and check in, and they wanted them to, um, you know, they, they just always wanted to have like a finger on where they're their guys were made them uncomfortable for them to be a part. And I just, I I just never, Matt has done such an amazing job of loving me well that I've, I never worried about that kind of stuff. I always slept really good when he was on the road because I I just trust him because I trust how much he loves the Lord. And so for me, my, my marriage has been, it's just, Oh, I just, I mean, I could go on and on about marriage. I love being married to my husband and, and, a lot of the reason I do is because he's fantastic and he treats me the way that, you know, I, I mean, he just treats me wonderful. And I would like to think that he would say the same, <laughs> he would say the same thing because I, I also, when, when we're not together, I want to honor him with, with what I'm wearing, with what I'm saying, with what I'm doing, with who I hang out with when we're yeah. not together because I love him so thinking much. And so I think that, that that's the thing. And, in marriages with athletes, logistically, it is challenging, no doubt about it. You don't spend time, you don't spend too much time together. And during 
a big bulk of, of your year. And so I think you have to get together with your spouse and you have to kind of create some things that work for you and what doesn't work for you. Like Matt, I mean, look, he goes out, he has a good time with his friends, but he also goes to his room and, and calls me and watches probably the office or something and goes to bed. Like he just <laughs> has a lot of respect for me and, and my kids and the family that we've created. And that comes from his relationship with the Lord. And I, and I think that the same is true for me is that the way I treat Matt, the foundation of that is my relationship with Jesus. And I, I, you know, I just love him so much and, and he feels the same way about me. We've got a good team. We've got a good thing going. That's awesome. So, um, I'm grateful for that. That's really great. We're talking to Leslie Holiday here on the Sports Spectrum podcast. We hear the term WAG a lot. I know I've heard it a lot. Uh, WAG standing for wives and girlfriends of professional athletes. And I, I got to imagine there's there's a, a real tight-knit bond with many of those wives and girlfriends of athletes. You talked about kind of forming those relationships in the different cultures. But tell me about for yourself now, you know, a wife of a veteran player, so you've been around the game a lot, and kind of the, the role that you can play now, and maybe the role that maybe an older um, wife, when Matt first came up, was able to play in your life, just that role of, of building a community within the wives slash girlfriends of these professional athletes. Yeah, oh, that's one of my favorite things. I think that's the thing I'm going to miss most when Matt um, finished playing, is just exactly what you described. I love, whenever I was a, young, a younger girl in this this business, Matt made, he debuted in Colorado, so he's with the Colorado Rockies. And um, there was a wife in Christy Helton. It's Todd, Todd Helton's wife. They've been there forever, and she's from Tennessee. And I was super nervous because back then um, it was a little bit different than it is now. There's, like, one rookie that's called up, you know, every now and then. Like, it was more of a like an older player presence and on the teams and in the clubhouses. So it's a little different now. There's, like, you're a minority when you're the older wife. And so yeah. <laughs> but back then you're <laughs> – there's just a lot of older players. And so Christy just took care of me. I mean, she just kind of took me, you know, under her wing and just said, hey, it's okay to wear jeans to the game. I'm from Tennessee, and I love to wear jeans to the game. Because, you just like, little things like that, you just didn't know. Like, were you supposed to dress up? Were you supposed to do this? Were you supposed to do that? Like, what does a wife look like? Like, well, how am I supposed to act? Like, you know, because there's all these horror stories about, okay, this, this, this lifestyle will just eat you up. And, you know, and Chrissy just, oh man, she just took care of me. And, um, she just made me feel really comfortable. And I think that that's the key is like, you want, you want the, the gals that, that have come into your life that I, I believe because I'm a Christian that God's place in my little sphere of influence, you want them to be comfortable so they can grow into the women that, that the Lord has for them. Like you, you want, you don't want anyone to feel like I have to be someone that I'm not because in any culture, whether it's baseball or church or whatever culture that you want to talk about it, that never changes. Like you want the people that you're influencing to be comfortable in their own skin and you want them to become who God intended for them to become. And you can't do that when you're trying to be someone that you're not. And Christy did such a great job of just making me feel comfortable and encouraging me and, you know, whatever it is that I wanted to do. And I am so grateful for her for that. And there's been other women along the way, but she sticks out for sure. 
just be, and she's a you know she was a mom before I was a mom and so watching her kind of just pick up her kids say that her little kids her name's Tony Faith and just take Tony Faith on the road and she traveled with Todd quite a bit when Tony was a little girl and um, I love that and I emulated that I mean my kids and I we've traveled all over this country with Matt and I was never afraid to do that because I saw it done really well and um, I'm just real grateful for the influence that she's had in my life. And I would like to think that, you know, I do the same thing and I love being, um, a mentor, so to speak. And, and, and not, I mean, it's not like I seek out to do that, but if I'm sitting in the stands and there's a girl that's younger than me and she has questions about things, I'm going to answer the questions. And I, my goal is to make these ladies feel comfortable. And, um, I want to talk to them about whatever they want to talk about. And, go to lunch with them if they want to go to lunch. And I think just being available and um, being honest with them about the things that have been hard, things that have been fun. And, and just mainly my overarching message would just be to enjoy the season because it goes by a lot faster than you think. And, um, you know, and really invest in the lives of the people that God's placed in front of you and, and take your kids places and and just enjoy this time, you know, because it, it does go by really fast. I mean, it's hard for me to believe that, Matt's been doing this for 20 years. I mean, it's just, it, it's real hard for me to really understand that because it's just gone by fast and it's been fun. Yeah. Leslie, tell me, I always ask this to the athletes themselves, but I'm curious from a wife's perspective, what is your favorite moment, I guess, of his baseball career that you were a part of or maybe just watched on TV or whatever it is? What's, what's been your favorite moment, uh, I guess, of these past 20 years watching him play baseball? Well, I have a couple. Um, Jackson, my 14-year-old, just asked me that like three days ago, so I'm super prepared for this question. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> anyway, um, my favorite moment was in 2007. Like, and that's that's long because, but it was so fun. So we were we were um, with the Colorado Rockies, and it's the year that we went to the World Series. And so that particular team was fabulous because it was all the guys that we grew up with. And so, you know, you get drafted by the organization, you kind of grow together as people, and then you're in the big leagues together, and then you go and achieve something really, really awesome. And so, and it was just a lot of fun. And, um, and we went to the World Series, we ended up losing to Boston, um, and that was sad, but it was just really cool to get there and just that journey. And also Matt played really awesome. And so I was telling him the other day, I was like, come on, I'd like that 340 season with all those RBIs. Like as a wife, you, if you could do that every year, that would make my life a lot easier because, you know, <laughs> it's like you got a hit every day. And so anyway, that was fantastic. And so that year in particular was really fun for our family just because we got to achieve something with a group of people that we loved so much. And so that was absolutely a ball. And then um, in St. Louis, I loved our time in St. Louis. And I think that there were lots of, there were lots of memorable things in St. Louis, but it, what was really cool was when they decided not to have Matt back in 2015, we knew because Matt passed and they said, yeah, no, we're not. Thanks. Thanks for all you've done. <laughs> You're out of here. And so anyway, but he got to go and um, he broke his hand. He got hit by a pitch in Chicago and broke his hand. He had to have a screw put in his hand and all this stuff. And so, anyway, it was really neat because his last at bat, like Mike Messini, who is just awesome. But anyway, that 
neither here nor there, but he mm-hmm. let Matt come up and hit um, for like a curtain call type of like experience, whatever, whatever that means. I don't know. So anyway, had him come up to hit and he hit a home run. It was really, really cool because I knew that he couldn't really open a can, let alone hit a home run was really, really neat for me to see. Just see him do that was, was really cool because I saw behind the scenes to where he could really, I was surprised he could hold a bat to hit a home run. So I thought that was neat. Um, and like I said, this whole year has been been pretty amazing and a testimony to Matt's character and, and what God has done through Matt's life and for him to be able to be out there and to compete and play um, it just every time he he gets an opportunity to be in a game for me it's really special because like I said we've been through an awful lot over the last last year plus and um, I'm just so proud of him I mean he's able to get out there and, and do what he loves it's really really cool a couple more, couple more questions here with Leslie Holiday on the on the podcast. Can you share and encourage our audience? There's a lot of people listening, uh, you know, both husbands and wives. I think that life is just chaotic, right? It's busy, it's uncertain, and being a baseball wife, I have to guess those words ring true sometimes. Chaos, uh, busyness, you know, certain uncertainty. Can you just share with our audience what has helped you in in just kind of dealing when the chaos of life comes, you know, and begins to ensue. I think for a lot of us, you know, even as believers in Christ, when that chaos comes, sometimes it kind of unravels us and we don't know what to do. Can you kind of share maybe just some encouragement of how uh, you've been able to cope and maybe work through those difficult times? Yeah, I think um, for me, what I I do is when I get unraveled and, and start, you know, for me, I think a challenge for me, I don't know if I'm similar to anyone at all, but a challenge for me is that I just get too far ahead of myself. And so when I unravel, it oftentimes is, it corresponds with what I have to do the next day, the next day, the next day, or, oh my gosh, if we're not going to be here next year, what, you know, and, and I can kind of go down that path for me personally. And so when I unravel, it has to do with things that have not happened yet. And so I have to just come back to to the, what the Bible says and just say, Hey, look, I'm not even guaranteed another minute. And so I need to just embrace where I am right now and take it easy and, and really try to just be present in the space that God has given me right now and just take a minute, you know, and, and take a breath and it's going to be okay. And I have to practice that often, um, especially, you know, I mean, as, as cool as this has been for Matt to be able to come back and play, I mean, we were, doing you know we were like literally retired and so we were home and the kids were in school and things were going you know pretty predictable and then you jump into the the chaos of this lifestyle again and it has been hard I mean you know there have been things that that have been a bit overwhelming you know trying to navigate and trying to organize and all but I just have to really I I just have to grab a cup of coffee and sit down and say all right look God hasn't given me even another minute, like just embrace where I am right now, take a breath and and it's all going to be okay. And it does, it usually shakes out pretty good. And so, you know, I, um, I just think that's what, that's what I do is just kind of embrace my place and take a breath and know that the Lord, it's going to be all right. And that, that God hasn't given me any grace for tomorrow. It's just today and this little space of time with this little space people and just to really, really enjoy that, you know? Yeah, that's good. Let me ask you this. Uh, I know that you, and I'm just doing research. 
I believe it's still going on, the Holidays Heroes and Homers for Health. Can you tell me about why that got started? And you're just as integral of a role and a big part of a role in this as Matt is as well, kind of working and partnering with him on this uh, just awesome way to kind of give back. Tell me about that and, and kind of where that stemmed from and how that's been going. Oh, yeah, that's that's one of my favorite things we've ever done. And so, um, anyway, what we did was when Matt signed with the Cardinals, he signed a seven-year deal. And um, as a Christian and as somebody that signed a seven-year deal with an organization, you feel this burden to, okay, how can I invest in the community? Because they've they've invested in me. Like, how can, how can I show my appreciation for the trust that they've given the holiday family with this contract and this length of time and, um, you know, all, all of it, there was just, there just felt like we needed to do something. And, um, I've always had a passion for children and parents that are caught up in, um, unexpected events, like, especially with health. My, my, all of my children have spent time in the emergency room or in intensive care or, you know, they've spent lengthy, times in hospitals. And so I've always had a passion for that. And we've been able to afford their care, but there's lots of parents that haven't, they have to make very difficult decisions based on finances. And that just crushes me to think that if a child needs some sort of treatment, they cannot provide it for their children because of the job that they have. And so I just, that just, I'm undone by that thought. And so we started interviewing um, different just different avenues and interviewing different organizations and kind of just understanding kind of what's out there as far as what St. Louis provided. And um, we looked into starting our own foundation too, but we walked into Cardinal, Cardinal Glennon and they were basically doing what my passion was, is they provide free, very free healthcare for people that can't afford, you know, can't afford it. And so if you can't afford chemo, then guess what? Your kid can still have it and at a very, very reputable hospital with amazing doctors and we're going to get your kid better and you're going to be able to love on them and go to work and still, you know, and you're not going to be out thousands and thousands of dollars. And um, so they were doing that already um, in St. Louis at Cardinal Glenn Children's Hospital. And so Matt and I just decided to partner with them. And, but my one stipulation was, this can't be about Matt Holiday in that holiday family foundation. Like it can't be about us solely because when we leave, um, when we leave St. Louis, the foundation will, it, or the program will just kind of dissolve because that's the, just the nature of the beast. I mean, that's just the way it goes when you're an athlete, like you're really a big deal until you're not. And then there's somebody else that's a big deal. And you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was like, we can't do that. So we started a program, Homers for Health. And so every single home run hit, you can donate five cents or you can donate, you know, $5 million. You can donate whatever you want for every home run hit. And all of that money goes to the immediate needs of the hospital at Cardinal Glennon and helps support what they're trying to do. And um, so Matt and I ran it while we were in St. Louis, and then we passed it down to Matt Carpenter, who's currently running it right now. And then Matt Carpenter is going to pass the program down to who he sees fit, and then that person, so on and so forth. And so we really wanted the program to be about the hospital, about the kids, about, you know, serving the community. And um, so far it's gone really well. And I'm really proud of what we've been able to accomplish. I'm very excited that Matt Carpenter's taken over and 
man alive if he isn't hitting a bunch of home runs and doing really awesome. And so he's making me look good creating this. He <laughs> creating is. You gave it to the right guy, program. right? <laughs> yes, you give it to the right guy. And I trust that is going to, Carpenter is going to give it to the right guy because he's, he's awesome. He and his wife are awesome and they're in it for the right reasons. And um, anyway, we'll see how it goes, you know, from, for, I hope it continues for many, many years because it's a really, amazing program and it does a lot of good we've been able to raise a lot of money and um and that money goes to the media needs of the hospital which is which is real important so um that's kind of how that came about and then we did case for kids too and adam wainwright helped us with that and jason mott and anyway it's that's been a really nice program as well and trevor rosenthal I and mean, we've just had a lot of support from our our teammates and um it's been great. It's been real positive. We loved our time in St. Louis. There's no doubt about it. She is Leslie Holiday, the wife to Matt Holiday, and just uh, been great to get to know you, Leslie, and hear your story, hear your journey with Matt. And uh, thank you for coming on the podcast and look forward to probably seeing you in a couple months, I think, at PAO. So great to, great to connect with you. Thanks again. Yeah, we'll be there. And we do thank Leslie Holiday, the wife to Matt Holiday of the Colorado Rockies, for joining us here on the Sports Spectrum podcast. I really liked hearing her just enthusiasm and joy for life that she has amidst the chaos that just is the life of being a wife of a Major League Baseball player and just love the work that they're doing and the, the heart that they have to serve, to give back, and just how grateful. You can you can sense in Leslie's answers and in her voice how grateful she is uh, to have been along this Major League Baseball journey with Matt and to be able to bring her four kids along for the ride as well. So we thank Leslie for joining us here on the podcast. We also thank you for listening. As always, you can reach us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere social media is found. You can reach us there. You can also email me directly, jason at sportspectrum.com, jason at sportspectrum.com, and give me any guest ideas or send any thoughts you have on this podcast. I think what I want to do now is is talk to more wives of athletes. I think uh, the wife of an NBA player, the wife of a football player, I'd love to get get wives on a little bit more and kind of hear their side of things because it's not easy being a wife of a professional athlete. And so I really thank Leslie for being here on the podcast. We also thank our sponsors, Compassion International. Go to Compassion.com slash Sports Spectrum for $38. You can make a difference in a child's life by sponsoring them through the great work being done at Compassion International. We're talking about one child at a time being released from poverty. You go to the website. Here's the URL. It's Compassion.com slash Sports Spectrum. When you get to that site, you will see a list, a sort of pictures, just a bunch of children that are waiting to be sponsored, that are waiting for a chance at hope. And this is where you can come in and make a difference. 1.8 million children around the world are being impacted by the work with Compassion International. So go to Compassion.com slash Sports Spectrum, sponsor a child, $38 a month. It can do it as easy as just taking it off your credit card, real simple. And I, listen, I do this. We do this. We sponsor a child. It's $38 and we don't regret sponsoring a child each month. We, we just have no regrets. It's, it's a wonderful way to give back and you get to connect with your child one-on-one, write them letters, kind of stay in touch with them, find out how they're doing. They'll, they'll ask how you're doing. It's a really neat way 
to stay in touch and really connect with the child that you are impacting. So make that impact, make a difference. You can do it by going to compassion.com slash sports spectrum and sponsoring a child today. Thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. We will see you next time. Check us out at sportspectrum.com. Sportspectrum.com, our home for all things Sports Spectrum on the intersection of sports and faith. See you next time right here on the Sports Spectrum Podcast. Have a great rest of your day.